It's on. It's going. It's rolling. Uh, Doug, okay. it's all you, yep, baby. You guys ready? Yes. All yes. Right. How about some extra toppings? Pizza. The League of Extraordinary Podcasters has assembled once again. Six extraordinary podcasters have come to the table to bring you one extraordinary discussion. Those podcasters are... Hi, I'm Ferg. Hi, I'm Mark. Matt here. Zerbinator. Hi, I'm Christopher. And I am Doug. So, fellas, it's good for us to be together once again. It's been a couple of weeks with technical difficulties and schedules, but we are at the table once more. And as we just start, I want to ask, what is going on in your life? Anything exciting been happening lately? Ferg, how about you? Um, no, work is kind of slow, so I'm just trying to keep busy at work because if I don't, I'll fall asleep, and I don't want to do that. You don't want to fall at work? No, I don't want to fall in the mixer. No, that's for sure. That would be, that would be you don't very need bad. to do that. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> now, I'm just trying to keep busy and looking forward to the nice weather we've been having. I got some stuff I need to do outside, so I'll be getting that done hopefully soon. How about you, Mark? Uh, well, I've been busy with my podcast, but not as busy as I should be because I'm about a week late and longer than that on my latest episode, but that's okay. Um, and I also, uh, I'm into retro computing, so I manned a booth at the Vintage Computer Festival Southeast 4.0. Oh, right. Was, yeah, a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Had a lot of fun with that. I displayed my TI-99 4A display it went over really well i got to meet a lot of people from all over the world it was really cool oh, nice. so um otherwise i've just been sleeping eating and working not necessarily in that order <laughs> Congratulations. How, how about On that thank you very much uh, appreciate it how about you matt well nothing really exciting though uh actually right before we started doing this my wife introduced me to something uh mildly amusing and majorly disturbing Kim um, Kardashian. <laughs> you better hurry. We're going to fill in the silence. He said mildly no, music. She, she introduced me to a dance video by a dance troupe led by someone named Yanis Marshall. And it's three guys dancing to uh, Beyonce wearing high heels. Oh, nice. And, oh. and it, it's, it's, it was mildly amusing and majorly disturbing. And then after that, <laughs> She felt she had to show me a video from some show called Lip Sync Battle, oh. and and it was uh, Channing Tatum, and he was dancing dressed dressed like Beyonce, oh, dancing God. around. So it was oh. kind of a Beyonce centric night tonight for me, okay. I guess. But uh, yeah, that's about all I've been doing. I was going to say you can get back at your wife by making her watch any video that has anything to do with prancer size. Have you ever heard of that? I have never yeah. heard of prancer size. Just look it up on on YouTube, and that is major league disturbing. Okay. <laughs> I will. I will Sorry. make you watch that. <laughs> Sorry, Zerbinator. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm trying to think of a deer joke, but I can't. 
But oh dear, prancer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, it's more. It's not, not, Is there a lot of reindeer. prancing? Yeah. Does Santa Claus know about? Not like this? a brony. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, it's not like a bro- No, not quite a brony. It's it's okay. just about as disturbing though. <laughs> I've uh, been been working same as Ferg and uh, and Mark, uh, working, sleeping, and and making sounds with my body after both, and it's been wonderful. Uh, podcasting a bit, but not editing, which is terrible. And I really need to. I'm two shows behind. One, of course, is with uh, Ferg, and another one, uh, listener. Three, three now. By Tom. <laughs> three now. Three. Uh-oh. Oh, that's right. This one. <laughs> <laughs> this will be out next year. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to hearing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Happy New Year. not much. Just, yeah, recording and, and procrastinating. Yeah. That's it. Well, I'm sorry to, to bring that. the room down. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Chris. Time for some prancercising. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's time to prance around and feel better about myself. Chris, Chris uh, we'll start, of course, with the beautiful work that you've been doing. You tell him. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, still doing art. Uh, actually, I didn't realize Mark was going to talk about uh, tube tunes. I've been listening to that at work, and oh, nice. really, I've really been enjoying it because most of the shows you talk about, I've never really watched or haven't heard of. So it's really neat to uh, to hear them. I love how you put the uh, the theme songs in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very nice. Very cool. Um, thank you very much. So I've been listening to that at work, and uh, last month we went to visit. Uh, an aircraft carrier down here in Texas called the USS Lexington. And uh, it was really neat, and I've decided I'm going to put together like a sketch sketchbook journal uh, with like sketches and stories and stuff. So I'm going to be going back there at least one more time to take some photos and cool. take notes and stuff. Yeah, so cool. that'll be pretty fun. So that's about mm-hmm. it. Uh, Doug? Yeah, you know, I checked um – I, I check my mail, and just as I need to show you something, my camera goes off again. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I checked my mail the other day, and there was this uh, square-sized little thin package in there, and uh, I didn't know what in the world it could be. And I opened it up, and it was this right here, a, a piece of original artwork awesome. from our oh, own wow. Christopher awesome. Tuber with oh, uh, wow. uh, Ari from uh, Hi There, Mr. Moon, and uh, Mr. Waffle from Mr. Waffle Gets a New Hat. And uh, my daughter loves both of those. In fact, the day that you sent me this, Chris, uh, YouTube said, here's your memory from three or so years ago. And it was my daughter, a video that I think I sent you, my daughter yeah. saying, I oh, want nice. Mr. Moon. And I, I almost put that on perfect. there. But I'm going to be like, yeah, he's going to be like, nah, you're just putting that up because. Oh, that's <laughs> perfect. But, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Also, yeah, also took my daughter on a, a daddy-daughter field trip uh, this Friday to Lawrence Hall of Science in the Berkeley Hills, you, you can see all of Berkeley, uh, all of San Francisco, all of Oakland up there. And it was uh, really, really uh, fun and impressive. So I've been having some good times. Fellas, I uh, expect we're going to have some more good times here tonight. We've got three questions, as is our way that we are going to uh, go through. The first one... Just for the heck of it. So this is our just for the heck of it question. Uh, what did you do on uh, New Year's Eve? I guess it would be 1999 before we turned the year 2000. And that has a special something for me, not because of the turn of the millennium or the Y2K bug or any of that nonsense. But I there was a, a TV show that I caught in 1986. It has taken me decades to discover it. Just this year, I discovered what it was. 
It was called Generations. It was a, a movie pilot for a TV show that that never made it. And uh, that was my introduction to the year 2000. There's a doctor operating on somebody, and she said, I've got to keep her alive into you know the next century or the next millennia or whatever. And that was my introduction to the concept of the year 2000. And I must have been about 12 at the time, and I remember going to the grocery store with my mom and calculating how old I would be uh, in the year 2000. I figured out I'd be 26. I said, I'll never live that long. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so the 2000 just has a, I don't know. I just, it, it just was, and you also got the Prince song, Party Like It's 1999. Oh, yeah. So right. there's yeah. just something, I just, unlike the other people, you know, who thought it was the end of the world, I was just attracted to it because of that, you know, moment in 1986. So it made me wonder what you guys did as we changed millenniums as we came into the year 2000. What did you do on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 1999? Ferg? We had a party at our house. Um, probably the one of the last times we had a party at our house. <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate the last party. <laughs> right, yeah. We, um, we had the neighbors, the neighbors over, which is probably the last time we talked to any of the neighbors, really. <laughs> it gets, as the years go by, it seems like we get more inward, I guess. I don't know. I mean, we used to, we knew all the neighbors when we were kids, but now we don't so much anymore. And I hear that from everywhere, actually. Yeah. yeah. But we had them over. My sister was here. Um, I think my wife's parents were here, too. I can't remember off the top of my head, but we watched Shrek. And then I'm sure we watched uh, Dick Clark at the time. And uh, just waited for the power to go out, which it did not, as we know. <laughs> so it was uneventful, but it was fun anyway. So how about you, Mark? Well, I wasn't married yet, uh, but I was talking to my future wife. Uh, she called me that morning. She's from the Philippines. She called that morning while I was at work uh, and said, hey, it's New Year's. Happy New Year. Happy 2000. And uh, I thought that was really cool. But uh, when I got home that night, you know, I was pretty much alone, so I may have stayed up and watched TV a little bit, but I don't really remember. The only thing I remember is I wasn't worried about the Y2K bug because a good friend of mine who's an IT professional had told me, don't worry about it, Mark. Nothing's going to happen. And so I just probably just went to bed early and didn't even worry about it and didn't even think about any kind of problems with power or anything the next morning. And he was right. There was no problem at all. Yeah. So, you know, that's... That's pretty much all. It was pretty uneventful for me, except for the morning. So, but now my wife and I get to spend every New Year's, which is nice. Beautiful. That's good. So, yeah. Uh, how about you, Matt? Well, during that time, uh, I was working three jobs. I worked at a grocery store, Whoa. I worked at a radio Whoa. station, and I worked at Circuit City. Wow. I do remember that uh, that night I traveled to Springfield, <laughs> Illinois, and I stayed in a little house on a farm. With a bunch of people, and we had a Y2K party. <laughs> and I remember that there was a lot of snow, and we were trapped in the house for three days. Wow. And then, just to confirm that, I got online to make sure that there was actually snow. <laughs> but the farmer's almanac says there wasn't. So the memory that I have of that night. Is not real. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> so, so I really don't yeah. know what I did on that night, but that's the memory I have, and that's what I'm going to stick with. <laughs> yeah, you know what would be crazy is if uh, you had that snowstorm and you lost power, so you would you wouldn't know for three days if the world ended or not. Like <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. But, but I remember I remember that we had to. It was way back off of the main road, and we had to walk like a mile and a half to see see the road out there 
and it was just just so much snow. But I'm really curious when that actually happened. Now it had to have happened somewhere <laughs> between 1997 and 2000. But that's well, maybe that's, the farmer's almanac wasn't right. That that could always be. Mm-hmm. That could be. No. So what about you, Zerb? What'd you do? <laughs> well, working in D.C. at the time, I had a friend of mine. His name was Mike, and he was in charge of reprogramming tons of computers and got paid a lot of money to rewire Windows to make sure that when the clock struck midnight, the banks didn't go out of business, right. the, everything didn't go out of business, and he made a ton of money. And I truly wish that I stayed in like a computer school or something to learn what he learned to make a ton of money off of nothing. And I thought that was amazing. <laughs> um, and then we also we went out and bought tons of batteries because, again, we live in D.C. And the, the scare factor in D.C. was majorly high. Uh, yeah. Everybody was freaking out. And so we bought tons of batteries, tons of buckets so we could use them as bathrooms. I practiced Using buckets for <laughs> different ways of using a bucket. You weaned yourself off of that yet, Kevin? Yeah. Well, we. I'm Got trying to get myself potty trained again. You have to go through it all over again. Um, and then, and tons of batteries, tons of rags, tons of items that you know, water. We had so much water stored because people were going to come to our door and like steal things, and so it was ridiculous. You know, ten, nine. Eight, seven, yeah. six, five, four. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nothing. And it was like, okay, well, I'm going to go play my video games or whatever, whatever I did. <laughs> and it was really embarrassing. It was an embarrassing situation. How about mm. you there, Chris? What did you do? Man, I, I always got to follow Kevin. He's always bringing it down. <laughs> um. <laughs> Because nothing uh, beats crapping in a bucket. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I still do that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right now, no. Um, <laughs> 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 I was driving Kevin's head out of the street. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys heard the uh, um, pretentious podcast, but my family makes bunkers, tuba bunkers. Remember we talked mm-hmm. about that, Kev? You were serious? So for the, uh, yeah. So for you the, were uh, serious? I thought you were kidding. So, yeah. So for the uh, oh gosh, I was still Sorry. I was just in college, so I was still learning. But yeah, we so we we made a whole bunch of those, and and um, we had our own. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Jeez, yeah. you freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like a jerk now because I laughed at you for saying that. <laughs> no, we just uh, we uh, we just were we had an apartment then, and we were in college and. Uh, I think we just we always watch the New Year's thing on TV, uh, kind of celebrate, you know, at home. We we still do that. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we just watched it. Uh, played the the Prince song a whole bunch. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which you know you don't really hear it anymore. <laughs> no. But yeah, that was uh, that was it. And then the next day, it was just like, okay, well, business as usual. <laughs> kind of a, a big big letdown. Not that we, I wanted anything to happen, but it could have. Something I did. I'm. I'm. I've been waiting for the apocalypse all my life. I was greatly disappointed. I even had a seat near the exit. Yeah. I had my shotgun ready. I didn't need a bucket. I just needed a gun. You kept so. it in your pants, and that's good. 
<laughs> so uh, what I did was I, I had a friend who was a radio DJ in uh, my hometown of Columbus, Ohio. And some company came into Columbus and they set up what I believe they were calling a faux rave in some warehouse. And they were selling tickets and they were like 150 apiece. And they got his radio station to sponsor it. And uh, so we got free tickets. He was going to broadcast live and I was just going to go there as his assistant. And people were calling in the radio station saying, what is this and why would we pay 150 bucks? And he was telling them, really, I don't know, <laughs> you know, because they, they didn't really know what it was. So we go in there. And it looked like, I mean, I've never been to a rave before. I'm not a clubbing guy. I've, I've never even been into a bar. And it, it looked like what you would see on, you know, TV shows and movies, you know, a rave where like neon colors and there was one room where they had graffiti and black light or whatever and all this silly stuff. And they had all these people, like security people, like dressed like business professionals, but you would tell they were security. Right. And then they had these dancers and they were up on these tables dancing. And we were up on a table in the entryway as he was broadcasting. He had his radio stuff up there. And there was one girl, and she was dancing. And there was, like, an Asian guy who had a chain around his neck. And then there was one guy who was just in his underwear. And I think it's because he couldn't really dance. So the only way to get attention <laughs> was to stand there in his underwear. So he's standing there in his underwear. The girl that's dancing on the table flipped off of it and smashed, like, ten minutes into the, like, I guess the rave started at eight. She flips off the table smacks her head open Ooh, you know bleeds oh. everywhere the asian guy goes away because he lost his partner so we're left with the guy in his underwear everybody's coming in <laughs> posing with this guy they they think it's something great <laughs> then there was some guy in columbus like i forget who he was and i don't want to be guilty of slander or libel here so i won't even try to guess but he, he owned something in columbus he was a known guy somebody that you would know in columbus and he got thrown out for using cocaine and oh. um <laughs> Yeah, my friends, you know, talking about this. How did you get thrown out of a rave for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. was, yeah, it was well, that about. was that's what we said, you know, that he thought it was a real rave. It clearly said faux rave, you know. He uh, he missed the faux part and used cocaine, got tossed out. So we stayed there till you know midnight, and then I went home. And my parents had left Columbus and they had moved to a, a place called Mount Gilead, which is way out in the country. So you go up 70, you get off the freeway, and you go down a, a state route till you get to their house. And some old farmer had piled up a bunch of wood in front of his, 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 his house, and he had a sign on it that said, Y2K compliant. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that, that had to be the funniest thing to ever come out of Mount Gilead, Ohio. So. But, uh, yeah, but as you guys were talking about computer problems, I remember way back, I had a friend in high school who said that when he bought the Apple IIe, I think, in the manual it said, if you, you know, once it gets to the year 2000, you're going to have to fix something on the clock. So, you know, A, they were aware of it back in the early 80s, oh, and wow. B, they, they thought you would still be using your Apple IIe. Uh, into the 2000s, so. <laughs> so on to our um, serious, world-changing, world-improving question for the night. Uh, we've often heard it said that you should not talk about politics or religion in uh, polite society. Uh, a rule that's often broken in our time today. But I was wondering what else you should not talk about in polite society, what you shouldn't talk about when you're around people that could cause uh, distress or dispute or disagreement or disharmony, any of those dis sort of things. So, Ferg, what do you think that we should not talk about in addition to religion and politics in um, uh, public? In my opinion, it's uh, how much money you make, I think, because um, 
I think it makes other people feel uncomfortable. I don't. I try not to do it. Uh, some people do that. Even people in my family, and it's just like I don't know. It makes me feel uh, icky. I guess <laughs> when I was oogie. younger, I used to be oogie. There you go. When I was younger, I used to be jealous of how much other people made, but I'm not so much anymore. So I, I don't know if that's the reason why I don't. I don't know. It's just not something you need to be throwing around, in my opinion. Yeah. My parents still won't tell me. <laughs> really? If we, if we ever talk about, yeah, they still won't. They still won't tell. Wow. Me. If we talk they won't about, won't tell you, you know, how much you make. Or... <laughs> <laughs> That's Can't you just count your allowance every week? <laughs> I need a raise. <laughs> My mother-in-law asked me, and I said, "I'm not telling you." Really? <laughs> yeah. She tried to get her my, her daughter, my wife, to find out. And my wow. wife comes and asks me, and I'm like, yeah, she doesn't need to know that. Wow. <laughs> How about you, Mark? Uh, well, I got to thinking that maybe dirty laundry and personal problems are things, because there's so much of that in society today that is aired on all the media. You know, if I have to hear Kim Kardashian or, or Kanye West or any of those others, you know, talking about their dirty laundry, certainly I don't want to hear it. And I would think a lot of people wouldn't, but apparently there's enough of them that, you know, it's okay for them to do it. So, you know, uh, that just, it's like a pet peeve for me. If, if somebody's airing their own personal problems just to get attention to me, that's, that's, that's not going to help them and it's not going to help us. So sorry to bring you down there, Matt. Uh, how about you? <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> I don't think people should talk about things they don't know about. Oh, yes. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of that that goes There'd be around. a lot of quiet people. Yeah, yeah yes. would be, there would be. This podcast would not exist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. you, you get into a conversation with people, and you're they're talking all high and mighty, and then you'll th- throw out an opposing viewpoint or, or a bit of information that's actually true, and they'll, they'll just fall apart. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I think if if you're going to have a informed conversation, that's a great thing. But if you're just going to make up facts, then you just need to stop. What about you, Zerb? If you're there, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey. Um, hey sexual preference. I don't want to hear it. And and I don't I don't want to hear that for some reason. I, it's uh, and what you did in bed and and sex and having it and um, being around. Oh, that it. was the that was the next topic, Kev. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> and uh, yeah, that and I don't like uh, issues that are so far into, uh, like what Mark said, uh, personal issues and and passing into everybody. Yeah, everybody has problems, and of course, if I'm a friend with somebody, I'll talk to them about it. But if I'm listening to a a conversation, it just don't bring it all in when you're around new people. Like a new person comes into the room and he's like, it'd be like me, you know, with my situation. I'm going, hey, ba-dum. and when I get up and ba-dum, and then I got to take ba-dum, and, you know, and all that. And it's you don't need to sell all that when you first meet somebody. It's something you share after you're a friend with somebody for a while. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, you know, and so I have sex all the time. All the time. I don't <laughs> think everybody should know that. And I've been told I'm very, very good at it. But that's nobody's <laughs> business. Nobody needs to know that. Are, are you speaking in, as Kevin or are you speaking as somebody else? Oh, wait. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking. Does it really wife. matter? Because <laughs> I guess I guess it does. <laughs> How well informed are we about this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's... <laughs> I wrote a book. As a matter Did of fact, yeah. yeah, it's called All About. Can this. we get uh, can we get Shelly's opinion on all that? <laughs> yeah, no, she's sleeping. Uh, Chris, how about you, buddy? <laughs> oh man, another tough act to follow. Um, uh, wow, I don't mind talking about any of this stuff with people, like you said, if it's uh, in the right context and um, if they're open minded. I don't, I can talk about any of this with, with somebody, but uh, I guess the one thing that even as friends, um, just is my pet peeve is when, <laughs> when people start talking about their dreams. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, I think it's cool that you want to share, but it's something, it's your dream. I, there's, I don't have any input in that, that the conversation is completely one-sided and, um, there's just really, <laughs> it just, it just bugs me. So, uh, <laughs> that's the one about, thing I don't mind. Are you talking about sleeping dreams or are you talking about, Aspiration dreams. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, sleepy dreams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to be an astronaut. I don't want to hear it. No. <laughs> uh, the nighttime dreams. Yeah. Just, uh, unless it's like really short, like five seconds, you know, after that, I'm done. Uh, Doug? Uh, well, I, I agree with all of you guys. So I think you're all spot on there. But you did miss uh, an extremely obvious one. Uh, three things Linus tells us that you never talk about with other people are politics, religion, and the Great Pumpkin. For me, you know, beyond politics, religion, and the Great Pumpkin, it, my standard is anything that requires the removal of the underwear. I do not want um, any detail. <laughs> and, and, of course, it, for those of you that don't know, I'm a minister. I visit people often <laughs> when they're sick or in the hospital. And... I always try to keep a level of decorum. I never want to see something I'm not supposed to see. Some of my people aren't shy and they don't mind, you know, pulling back the sheet and showing me everything that's been done to them. And I am really not at all interested. Uh, I, you know, I can pray for you without knowing the details. I can care for you without knowing the details. I've seen, you know, stitches. I've seen colostomy. Bag. I mean, God literally say, Hey, you want to see my colostomy bag? No, I don't. No. It's, it's too, <laughs> it's too late. All. You know, um, what if you're not so, wearing any underwear? Yeah, well, it, again, <laughs> if the underwear has been removed, so bathroom things, <laughs> bedroom things, uh, you know, anything that involves digestion and ex excretion <laughs> one way or the other, you know, um, I none of that. I and I, I actually I get that standard, I believe, from Paul Reiser on an episode of Mad About You. I think that he said mm. if it re requires the removal of the underwear, I don't want to know. But that's <laughs> that's been my standard, you know, all of my life. I just if if you got to drop your drawers, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> so, OK. <laughs> all right, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> We've just made the world a better place with the next question. Yes. So uh, let's move on. This is our, uh, I don't know. We, we had, to, one was a dramatic question. One was a fun question. One was a, I, I forget what the, what the categories are, but this is our last question. I'm really interested in this one. If you could have any vehicle, real or fictional, uh, from any TV show, movie, cartoon, book, etc., etc., 
what would it be and why? So, Ferg, any vehicle in the world, it's yours. What would you have? I like the monkey mobile a lot. I was a big fan of the monkeys when I was a kid. And um, I did a little bit of research on it. Apparently, it's a, a Pontiac GTO that mm-hmm. uh, was modified by a guy named Dean Jeffries. I always thought it was George Barris, the guy who did the Batmobile. But I was wrong. Um, yeah. So he did it in '66 when the uh, when the show came out. Um, it, it, you could have it as a uh, what's it called convertible or not. And I just like the car. I like the color red on the car. I like the 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 top. Was it a vinyl? I don't know what kind of top it is, but it's. I I, think it's it vinyl. just looks cool, and just watching them in the uh, the beginning of the show, just riding down the street in the car, all four of them. I just I just like that a lot. I didn't know. Um, he made two cars for the show. One apparently was a show car that to sh- I'm show show the car, I guess. And one of them was to use <laughs> in the show. And after the show, they were offered back to Dean Jeffries to buy for a thousand dollars each, but he didn't buy them because he figured he what? could just make more. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bad decisions in history. Yeah. Well, I guess the monkeys at that point, Point had a kind of a taint on their name, so yeah. '68. So yeah, they, I can I can understand why he would have. But I I love the car. I'm not really a car guy. I like certain cars. I couldn't tell you what kind they were. I mean, I think a, a '34 Ford is something I like, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you may not know what's like, but you know art. Yeah, <laughs> my dad was a big car guy when he was a kid, but I did not did not pick that up. From him, unfortunately. So, who's next? Mark? Uh, well, I like... we. My wife and I have been watching Columbo. I think I may have mentioned that in a previous episode. Uh, we've been watching all the Columbo episodes, and they're a lot of fun to watch. And he drives what I thought was a 1956 Volvo. I have since found out I was wrong. It's yeah. a 19... 19- it's a 1959 Peugeot. Peugeot, yeah. <laughs> oh, where I got the Volvo bit. But anyway... <laughs> So anyway, uh, it's just a cool old car, and we just watched an episode the other night where this guy offered the guy offered Columbo eighty dollars in trade in for a brand new Cadillac, and he, he turned him down. Of course, you know he said, "No, no, that's okay." I will. <laughs> it's just a. I just would love to drive around in that car and see if anybody remembers what it is. You know, gray. You know, have a Basset Hound in the driver's seat, and you know, I just think that would be really cool. So, how about you, uh, Matt? When I was growing up, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, Matt, real quick. Yeah. Um, when we were talking about things we shouldn't talk about in public, I don't think we should ever talk about Peugeot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a euphemism. It's a real company. It's, it's Puget, guys. Come on. It's a baseball player, Pujols. <laughs> um, when I was growing up, uh, I used to watch this TV show on... Uh, WFLD 32 out of Chicago, and there was a character that, well, it was about a family. It was about a robotic family, and there was a large robot named Goldar, and his wife, Silvar, and his son, Gam. And whenever there was a, a creature, it was, it was a Japanese show, so it had like the Godzilla-type monsters in it. But there was this little boy who had a whistle who could call for them if he needed help. And he'd blow the whistle once. And it would call for Gam, the, the little boy. And he'd call it twice, and it would call for Silvar, the, the wife, and call it three times, and it would call for Goldar. But Goldar could turn into a huge rocket ship. 
So he'd he'd whistle the whistle three times and it'd go do 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 do, and then you'd see Goldar and his his uh, his antenna would go down into his head and he'd start to turn into a rocket ship and go flying up into the air. Cool. And I just always thought that would be the greatest thing. <laughs> and and I actually found that I can buy a replica of the whistle. Oh, oh wow. wow! So, so my question is, if if I buy that whistle, I wonder if it'll work. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> if you wet your whistle, nice. you'll turn. But into- but no, that's that's what my that what my dream vehicle would be for the giant robot Goldar to turn into the rocket ship, come to my house, I I get in there, and we just go flying up into outer space. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. So, what about you, Zerb? Fun. I always loved the Munsters, and I loved their cars. So the Munsters coach or even Grandpa's uh, Dragon would be awesome. And those were made by um, uh, Ferg. Who did you say made the Monkey Mobile? Dean Jeffries. That's not George, George Barris. No. Uh, George Barris did the mon- yeah. did the uh, Munsters. Yeah, George. Bar- I, I thought he said George Barris, but yeah. The- no, I thought it was. I thought it was George Barris because he did the Batmobile. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. And the Batmobile's awesome too, but I wouldn't yes, want is. that. It's, that would hurt. The Gong Show guy? No, no. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, that's Chuck Harris. All right. <laughs> yeah. No comic. Gene <laughs> <laughs> the Dancing Machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he worked for the CIA as well, so he yeah, did. You know, remember that. Be a little careful what you say. <laughs> he's about a Chuck. weird guy. <laughs> he's cool though. That hairline. I think he's dead now, isn't he? Yeah. No. No, I no. think he's still alive. Chuck, Chuck yeah, Barris is still, still alive. alive. Yep. Oh, okay. I think so. Wow. Yep. Okay. That's cool. still pulling off coup de tots down in South America for the <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Cool. Cool. Chris? If okay, so I broke it up into two because I couldn't pick. If it was something that I could actually use in the real world, like right now, I would pick the General Lee. Uh <laughs> that's the that's probably one of my favorite cars. Uh, I actually got to sit in one uh up in Nashville. Uh, there's a museum up there uh, called Cooters. It's the the guy that was the mechanic on uh, the TV show. Now he runs two separate Dukes of Hazard museum. Right, right. And you can pay like three dollars and sit in the car and take your picture and stuff. So it's really awesome. They they wouldn't let me drive it, which sucked, <laughs> but I did ask. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, well, so you, you should, Chris, you should have asked him if you could jump it. Over the uh, <laughs> yeah. the roads that are perpetually under uh, work under construction there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> I should have just asked for the keys, but uh. yeah, just uh, just a tool around the block. I don't want to jump a river. Really, I just <laughs> yeah. need to see the keys. Bye. Um, uh, but if I could pick anything, you know, um, I think it'd be awesome to have the uh, Viper from the Battlestar Galactica uh, TV show. Those spaceships are really sweet looking, um, oh, but I'm sure the. The government would take it away from me, but uh, <laughs> the, the original awesome. series or the uh, yeah. reimagined? The original. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are sweet looking. So, uh, what about you, Doug? All right. Well, um, if you had trouble remembering Bowser Galactica, you're going to have real trouble with mine. But there was a a TV show <laughs> called Auto Man. Uh, oh 80, no! Eighty three. Remember Auto Man? Oh. Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> I, I don't know if, if Ferg is like excited with this paper. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> um, I would. I want Auto Man. So, if I understand correctly, Auto Man he was created by a computer with those super powered computers that they had in 1983. Created not only an, an artificial intelligence but an actual being who could inhabit the physical plane. That's and, awesome, Doug. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he had cursor. <laughs> Never seen that before. <laughs> oh, it, get, it gets better because his body was like drawn. Yeah. You know, like like mm-hmm. his, there was blue sparkles all over his body, but it was computer generated. So anyway, he had cursor, which followed him. And I think cursor turned into a car. Like cursor could turn into a car, a boat, or a helicopter, I think. And when he turned into a car and when he made turns, he made 90-degree turns because he's computer uh, perfect, so he does 90 degree. And so Desi Arnaz Jr. was always thrown up against the window uh, when they were uh, were making turns. So I think that would be – first of all, I love this kid. I love the sparkly blue look of it. But also um, it could be three vehicles instead of just one, and you would never need fuel because yeah. part, of the, part of the problem with some of these other vehicles – you would have to fuel them and I don't have the funds to be able to fuel them. So are you guys still there? Cause I, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Half We're of you are on like, every word. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm looking at Half pictures like, just in, in jaw agape here. This is awesome. I've never heard of the show or anything. <laughs> okay. So, um, that's what I would take. Uh, the, uh, the auto man cursor car, but wow. you know, there's so many good, choices here that i wanted to give us some honorable mentions so we don't have to go in any order but just as one comes to you you know uh besides the one that you picked, one, oh, go for it just just toss about honorable mentions what else would you have have you guys um this was a tv show i think in the 70s it was a saturday morning kind of live action show it was called the arc or arc two arc two yeah yeah. Uh, yeah it's i remember that it's it's like these it's it's an apocalyptic future and there's these three kind of teenagers or whatever in a monkey and they're driving uh this sweet like all-terrain Winnebago, suv right? a Winnebago. yeah it's really cool looking sort so of, google sort it it's, it's pretty sweet looking yeah i remember yeah that. <laughs> arc two ghostbusters yeah. and along those the there. same Oh yeah, Ecto oh, Ecto One. Yeah, yeah Ecto I, I, ju- I just saw an Ecto One at a little convention they had. I, I this guy from church wanted to go to this convention. It's only ten minutes away from the house, and I'm I'm not sure I'm at the right place. And then I see a girl dressed like the Joker walking down the street to the Denny's on the corner. <laughs> I'm like, yep, this is the right place. And uh, they, Ecto One was sitting right out there. So, How about wow, that? <laughs> nice. It's a good choice. Delorean. About- that'd be cool. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Florian, yeah. absolutely. There's a guy in our neighborhood that's got one. I I can't talk him into selling it. How about how about oh, nice. a bamboo car in Gilligan's Island? You know, you don't oh. need <laughs> for that. that yeah. You just awesome. need legs. Yeah. You, um, hey, you, you don't need fuel for the Flintstones mobile either. True. True. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be a yeah. good one. Go ahead. Have you guys ever seen a, t- a TV show? It was in the '90s called The Highwayman. Yeah. And I heard of it. it's a uh, it's a guy that. It's uh, again a apocalyptic future, and the guy he's sort of like a, a police officer, and he drives around in this huge eighteen uh, wheeler slash mm-hmm. RV, and it's got like a helicopter that detaches. Uh, <laughs> Google it, man! It looks it looks really cool. Yeah. It's, it's it's a fun show. Too. I I know of the the and this just came out this year or the or last year. I think it's this year. Um, uh, Burt Reynolds signed seventy seven. Um, uh, oh. Trans Ams. The yes. remakes, and they oh. they have the exact same hood and everything else, what? but they're remade Trans Ams, and he signed them all, and they're all called Bandits. Oh. So I'd love to oh, have one uh, of those. Wow, mm-hmm. I wonder how much those are. Uh, I was, I was, I don't have a. You guys pretty much mentioned the 
honorable mentions I was thinking of, but th- I was groaning when Doug mentioned Auto Man, but it was only because I did watch Auto Man when I was a kid. I was confusing it with a cartoon called Turbo Teen. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, which gives me oh. the super duper creeps whenever oh, Turbo God, Teen. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was like 11 years old and I said, no, there's something yeah, wrong. It's, yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> yeah, so, it's nasty. Uh, Weird. Uh, I would. I would like to have Airwolf. Do you remember Airwolf? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Awesome. I don't Mark, I don't know if you've done Airwolf on Turbo uh TV. No, I will. Yet. I yeah, will. Bet, one of the best it's a great theme. Uh, yeah, oh, great yeah. theme. But you you get that introduction and Airwolf is just like strafing. I mean, you oh, just see through the dirt as that machine guy. But again, you got the fuel problem. But he used to store it down in that um big like yeah, out in the desert in some like I don't know. It's not exactly like a K. Yeah, like a side, like a natural silo with a rock. Yeah. And uh, oh, so awesome. But uh, just the way it flies the air and everything, I would, I would love to have Airwolf. Um, oh, Kit. Nobody mentioned Kit. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, just gonna yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My head. Yeah. Eighteen man. I, I've got eighteen man. I got two more for you. I want that it. car with the guitarist from Mad Max that shoots. Uh, oh yeah! From the guitar. I <laughs> oh. want that car because that jams. I've heard about that. that. I haven't seen you could, yet. You could blast oh, some it's really fun. good rave music from that, and then oh, yeah. and then the last thing would have to be the Blues Brothers police car. I have to have that. Oh, oh god! Oh, yeah, it's a Dodge Coronet, wasn't it, or something? I, I think either that or a Polara, but yeah, I think you're right. It was it was it was a Chrysler product. I remember that. Oops. Oh, oh no. sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to. He put a personal plug in there for a car company that is struggling right now, I guess. I don't know. Iacocca. Yeah. He says, thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm going to need a pilot for my Gunstar when I buy it. Gunstar. Now, you remember the Gunstar from the last, from the last Starfighter? Oh, oh gosh. So I'm going to need a pilot so that we can do the Death Blossom. Yes. Nice. <laughs> nice. Hey, did you guys ever see that that movie Blue Thunder with the with the helicopter? Yeah, yeah I, I uh, did. Roy yeah. Scheider. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. They make that fan. into a show too. Yeah, it was a TV yeah. show with uh, yeah. Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey was on the TV yeah, show. Yeah, I think what? Right. Yeah, oh. and um, <laughs> yeah, it didn't last very. But I re- I remember one episode like uh, and Bubba Smith and Dick Buckus were on it, and they were having a competition to lose weight <laughs> or something. Um, but a-, a fan on YouTube cut together footage from both shows and made Airwolf fight Blue Thunder. Oh, like, Air- Airwolf beats Blue Thunder. Oh That's yeah, yeah, definitely. No doubt about. Um, in a similar vein as Kit, do you remember Street Hawk? Which was like a, a motorcycle kit, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah so oh, yeah. I would like to, I would like the uh, GI Joe bridge vehicle, which <laughs> I think does really exist. Because around here, uh, huh. where I live in the Bay Area, there's so many times where I can see the street I need to get to, yeah. but I've got to go way down here, <laughs> right. all the way, you know. And if I just had that bridge, I could just flip it over and be on the uh, uh, on the road I want. And then I think maybe the last one for me would be the uh, Bale Batmobile. Uh, the Batmobile from the Christian Bale, oh, Christian uh, Bale. for Nolan, yeah, movies. I, cool. yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool. I, I don't really care for the Adam West. I mean, I know it's stylistic and looks nice, and the Michael Keaton uh, Batmobile. I don't think is age well, but the Christian Bale Batmobile. The tires you know, When rock. they say we're we're in hot pursuit of a tank, you know, it just looks <laughs> oh, like that'd yeah. be <laughs> so fun. <laughs> I, know, this, I would love. I was just gonna say this. Re- this really isn't a vehicle, but I've always wanted a Tauntaun. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes yeah, me think of probably the ultimate vehicle, which is the Death Star. You know, wouldn't you just love to have one of yeah. those? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I think they're petitioning the White House to try to force Obama to make one. So <laughs> you better get that done pretty quick then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a change, change.org's got that petition. I wouldn't mind having the Starship Enterprise. Um, I jettisoned oh, yeah. most of the crew. Sure. I might keep uh, Deanna Troy, but I I jettison the rest of them, and uh, <laughs> you know. Next week always... would be cool. <laughs> yeah. My goodness, Doug, you're strict. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you you wouldn't keep Wesley? Come on. <laughs> uh, he he'd be the first out the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he would. Yeah. I, I I remember when the next generation was coming out, and they had like uh, pictures from the set on the back of a Cheerios box and I'm eating my morning breakfast and looking at it. I'm like, yeah, this looks cool. Except for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Oh, that's All right, fellas. Well, if that wraps it up, if we don't have any more vehicles to toss out here, how about we tell everybody uh, where they can find us when we're not at the extraordinary podcasters round table. Ferg. Uh, Twice as hundred game by game podcast. Tube tunes. And that's at tubetunes.net. Uh, extrapod.wordpress.com, and that's the website for this year's show. <laughs> uh, zerbinator.wordpress.com for all your podcasting needs. <laughs> uh, so you can uh, find all my art and whatnot at ctupa.com. Yeah, you can find me at McCoycast, McCoycast, that is, .wordpress.com, where I've got my shows, uh, 80s anthologies, episode by episode, um, uh, what in else the theater. In the theater. In the theater. There yeah, we go. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's in the can, and I've forgotten about it now. Uh, in the <laughs> theater and uh, creates creepy cool movies. And you can find my serious work uh, at uh, douglasamccoy.com. But there actually isn't anything there right now, except for a beautiful banner made by our own Christopher Tula. <laughs> <so. Hey. laughs> Thank you for an extraordinary Thanks for listening. All right, guys. Well, it has been fun to have this extraordinary discussion with you, and I look forward to us being at the round table again when Ferg will be leading us in another extraordinary discussion. So that's the show. We hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to visit us at www.extrapod.wordpress.com. And from Chris, Doug, Ferg, Mark, Matt, and Zerb, this is Ziggy Quick Singers saying So that's the show.